Welcome to the Hotel Analyst podcast. We're back from our summer break, uh, refreshed and ready to introduce to you three stories that have caught our eye from the last week or two in the hotel investment marketplace. Um, I'm your host, Chris Bound, the web editor at Hotel Analyst. Joining me around the desk of insight are Andrew Sankster, our editorial director, and Catherine Doggerell, our perspectives editor. We've been away on some very enjoyable summer holes. Catherine's been checking out the arrondissements of Paris. The Sanksters have been like uh, the modern day von Trapps up, up the Alpine fields. And I've been hanging out in a shipping container that I found on Airbnb. Yes, really. So um, on to our first topic we're going to talk about this week, which is that Indian upstart Oyo. Um, we think that's how you pronounce it um, and their latest escapades uh, so not content with expanding into China into the UK and building their platform out globally they've now bought a marvellous hotel to set them up into the American market isn't that right Catherine? That is right Chris um, so yes they um, uh, uh, only a few months ago um, Oyo said that they were going to get into the US much as every month goes by and Oyo announces some huge market and says right we're going to get into that and then it does and it seems to be working out quite well so far the US we were very intrigued by because uh, it's got quite a lot of like cheapish franchise options um, which one could describe Oyo as if one was describing Oyo but we don't really have time on this podcast to describe what it is we think Oyo is because it kind of goes on and on and on is it a platform is it this is it that but what it is now is going to be the new sign over the old Hooters Casino Hotel in Las Vegas and at this point I should uh, raise my hand and say I've always had a very strong love for the Hooters brand I think it's fantastic um, I have been to the Hooters Casino Hotel in Las Vegas and I have a hoodie therein so if I say a series of very very positive things about uh, Hooters and damning things about Oyo you can take my bias from there on in um, so it's an interesting little deal um, they've been working with hospitality investor Highgate and they'll be providing largely the expertise um, high-speed renovation is one of their expertise things and so we can expect to see the big owl come down and the Oyo go up um, reasonably soon uh, there was some some doubt around this deal. People couldn't really understand what they were up to because it seemed a little bit above their usual area of interest. But having visitors the, visited the Hooters Casino Hotel in Las Vegas, I can tell you it's right within their sphere of interest. Um, it's not a bad location, but not in any way a tremendous location. So I should imagine they'll be able to, to help out um, significantly. Of course, the Hooters brand, not what it was. We all remember Hooters Air. I remember Hooters Air anyway, and um, it didn't work out so well. But um, Hooters, the, the restaurant chain, or restaurant chain, as it is, I know, for those of us who used to write features about restaurant chains, um, which are me, <laughs> uh, I can say it's still rollicking along. And if you ever want a, a cheap, well-chilled rosé, I can recommend the one uh, just up from um, Central Park in New York. Very good, very reasonable, good wings, pleasing atmosphere, tan tights. So yes, go Oyo. <laughs> Um, where is it on the strip then you say it's not a great location is it's it on down the, the bottom near McCarran near the airport oh okay so it's yeah. not as on the strip as one would hope so great no. for plane spotters no very good for no. plane spotters and a lovely area at the back with some um, big hooters uh, umbrellas soon to uh, of course presumably not Yes, I like, I like. What did you call it? Rapid refurbishment, or something like that, wasn't it? You, you said, um, which is is actually a bit more than a lick of paint, and probably not a lot more than a lick of paint, actually. So they're they're spending what twenty million US on a six hundred and fifty-seven room property, which has four 
bars, restaurants, a gym and a pool. So it's probably not going to go that far, actually, in terms of a major repositioning. Um, so, and the question is, I'm, which isn't clear, is how much OYO are actually putting into that. Uh, whether it is it that twenty million, or are they in fact not putting it's anything not, in? It's not that twenty million. Um, we looked for clarity, and not a lot was forthcoming. There, it was very much that they are on the side of the expertise as opposed to the cash. Right. So they're not putting a lot of cash. They've got about 300 million US. They're planning for their their blitz in the US, uh, which is an interesting one. Um, so Highgate going to carry on running the hotels and bars and Paragon are doing the casino. Um, so Oyo's bit is in terms of the tech and in terms of a few tins of paint then. That seems to be the, the uh, my understanding of this bit. Um but it's nonetheless, um, I, I'm sort of slightly being cheeky with OYO because I think they're a very interesting company. And what they are is uh, certainly very flexible in terms of their ability to pivot to various different business models. And their investors seem to be happy for them to keep pivoting away, um, which is quite a big contrast if you look at you know, one of the global majors, which has tried to be innovative, Accor, um, investors haven't, shareholders haven't been very happy to allow them to do that. And in fact, what we're seeing at Accor is a general pullback from that advance into interesting and novel areas. And they're sort of trying very hard to to um, sell their um, all um, digital strategy into the shareholder into shareholders um with and yet, Oyo, only however, today only today i saw a small boy in the park wearing an all t-shirt as he practiced his football mm. so the soft revolution approaches was it a freebie that your son got catherine was it i didn't ask i got one free yet let it be noted <laughs> <laughs> um but i think uh, Oyo are going to be a big threat to traditional franchise companies and we're going to go on in a moment i think to talk about ch- choice and Wyndham but I think that uh, is the area where um, I, I think Oyo is going to have its biggest impact um, but it's, but there are other startups coming along as well I mean even within India Oyo has its rivals so it's Fab Hotels, Trebo um, but outside of India you've got uh, quite an interesting startup called Res, Red Doors in Indonesia um, and they look a, a potentially a very big challenge to OYO they they're focusing at the moment in Southeast Asia but I think they're going to come forward and be a big be a big threat so it's going to be very interesting I think there's we're going to see a a, a bigger more fundamental shake-up in the whole hotel franchising market the accommodation franchising market than we've ever seen to date so it's going to be very interesting to to watch how this all plays out over the next few years Right, okay, and from uh, an innovator to two of the established stalwarts in the hotel marketplace, we're going to wrap up the last of our discussions of the Q2 results from the big uh, big American players uh, with a word or two about Wyndham and Choice. Uh, Catherine, you poured over the, the numbers and listened to the analyst calls. What uh, have you for us? 
Um, yeah, so Choice and Wyndham, things both ticking along. Um, Choice, the analysts were a bit, mm, you're not expanding as fast as you had been. And they, rather like Marriott, said, ah, but look at all these new builds are also confusing. Um, or where's that effect? Things take longer than converting things, which of course is a traditional happy hunting ground for the franchises, franchisors, um, particularly if the economy is looking a, a bit shaky. Um, they seem happy enough to say we'd be sticking to our 2% growth, it's all fine. Wyndham, growth was higher. Um, interestingly, on the calls, it became apparent that Choice was much more holding its peg up on the um, mid-market, whereas uh, Wyndham said, well, oh, the future's in select service, look at all these countries and all their people, and all they're not wanting to spend very much on hotels. And so we'll see how that plays out. Um, at the moment, it's playing out very much in favour of Wyndham, um, with presumably looking at Oyo in the rearview mirror. So um, anyone yeah. who wants to uh, adopt Hooters, now's the yeah. time. Holding its peg up. I've not heard that one before. That's a new one on me. Well, welcome. Well, the acronym du jour, I'm using your local lingo there, um, Catherine, um, is NUG, uh, net unit growth. And the big winner in NUG terms out of the global majors was Hilton at 6.5%, which is anticipated this year. Uh, At choice, however, it's not so good. Um, Domestically, it's barely 2%. If you factor in the slightly faster growth internationally, it comes to just under 2.5%. Wyndham's at 3%. So both choice and Wyndham are slower than Hilton, well, less than half of Hilton's uh, growth rate and slower indeed than significantly slower than the 5% or so that Marriott is anticipating this year. So if you're looking for winners here I think the the big global majors of Marriott and Hilton are pulling ahead of Wyndham and Choice Um, and as Catherine's just mentioned they have got coming at them the likes of OYO um, and I think they're going to have to innovate they're going to have to do something interesting um, to actually to to stimulate faster growth one other contrast i think between choice and windham is internationally whereas uh choice have got um 988 hotels in the u.s pipeline currently they have just 123 outside of the u.s you contrast this with windham which says 55 percent of its rooms pipeline is international so windham are obviously pushing harder ex-US which is probably a good thing if indeed Oyo et al are coming for the US and finally our third topic of this week is uh, one which uh, was was always going to give Andrew a warm pleasant feeling because once more it gives him the opportunity to talk about beer (laughs) his favourite subject but no it is entirely relevant to the world of hotels we're talking about um, a successful bid for the brewer Green King. Catherine, you can explain to us why that matters uh, regards accommodation. <laughs> I would say, well, Green King, as so many of these large pub companies want to do, has some uh, lodges in um, what people stay in, over 100 in fact, and, um, and they've got a pretty good reputation as well. So we should be interested to see whether these get expanded um, out of the... Um, <clears throat> As the current portfolio, it seems likely because the deal which has been done has been Green King, property heavy company, bought by Property Group uh, from, you'll be shocked to learn, overseas. So uh, yes, I think we can look forward to finally working out what makes more money 
pubs or hotels um, and I suspect it's going to be heavier on the hotels if you look at all the exciting reasons why it's so fun to have rooms it doesn't even have to be a choice you can have both and uh, smooths out nicely those tricky weeks where people perhaps aren't drinking heavily constantly throughout the week um, although as I believe we're about to get on to um, there are plenty of reasons to drink constantly throughout the week indeed <laughs> all through the day at the moment so maybe focus on the pubs in the short term start adding rooms gradually uh, depending on how you feel that the wind is going to go but um but yes yes again another pub company who um, is likely to lean more on on uh, hotels and accommodation than it has done rather as fuller's has done after its um, huge japanese deal mm, yes don't mention fuller's and its sale of its brewery um I'll touch on that in a moment, but first it's worth mentioning the actual number is 3,327 rooms, according to the Green King annual report. It has, and as Catherine's mentioned, just about 100 of its properties have rooms. Um, that's out of 2,700. So clearly accommodation is not a very big factor at Green King at the moment, um, but it will grow, um, as Catherine says. Um, I think it is interesting uh, if you can see any light in the, the the Brexit gloom at all. I guess it is that you know you've got a Hong Kong-based company um, saying, "Well, look, the UK is good for for medium to long-term growth, and it's jolly cheap right now. So let's dive in and make spend this four and a half billion uh, pounds." sterling on acquiring what is actually quite an attractive um, set of assets um, the particular asset I like and Chris is going to be very excited to hear this is the the 5x which is a very unique beer style it's brewed in giant oak vats and they're kept for over two years um, and it's very special. They cover the top of these big vats with um, marl, which is a chalky type stuff. Um, and um, it, it is a truly, it's kind of almost, it's Belgium-like beer. It has that sort of uh, very heavy, yeasty quality, quite acidic. Um, it, it's truly fabulous. You can't actually buy it raw. They don't sell 5X. They blend it with another beer and they flog it as old Suffolk ale. Um, still a nice beer, but um, I think they should go all out and actually exploit the uniqueness of 5X. I'd be a customer, certainly. And as we all salivate over the prospect <laughs> of a pint or two. Sitting there in utter shock, <laughs> the horror uh, of the description of that. <laughs> <laughs> Silenced. If your beer tastes Ooh, chalky, the that's... chalky mall. Yes, if your beer tastes chalky, it's because they've chucked a whole load over the top of the barrel. Delicious, delicious. Mm. <laughs> Tasting Ooh. notes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, before, we, before we go, if you're new to uh, the Hotel Ice podcast, just to let you know that uh, if you, you like what you've heard, you can read a little bit more detail in a little bit more an orderly fashion uh, about what we know about the hotel investment marketplace at hotelanalyst.co.uk and you can also um, buy tickets to the hotel distribution event on the 2nd of October in London um, where we have the UK head of OYO speaking amongst many other people including the head of um, Alibaba in Europe a bunch of others so we're going to be talking about all these new disruptors coming into the marketplace so that's one not to miss yeah I'll totally be wearing my Hooters t-shirt if I can find it <laughs> could become a collector's edition <laughs> a rare thing hold on to it okay uh, and if you are interested in tickets in the hotel distribution event then you need to go along to hoteldistributionevent.com to book those there uh, right and on that note we're going to finish for this week uh, but we'll be back very soon with more bye for now <laughs>